for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station, 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Check out ShantiGreen.com for the link to Amazon's amazingly easy online shopping. And now, live from <laughs> Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, <laughs> all right, everyone. Welcome to the program. We're off to a quick start. Uh, thank you very much for tuning into the green room. Three two three two zero three zero eight one five. We're doing it live here. Low, as you can tell, we're doing it live. There's that. Yeah. That's a live intro every time. Uh, What's uh, Amicron.com? I've never been there. Oh before. no! Did I say something wrong? <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Logan. You blew your one line. <laughs> I didn't say Amazon, right? No, you said you said Amicron the second time. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a good website, by the way. You sell some medical weed over there? Well, that's the thing. If you ever type in, like, Facebook wrong or Google wrong or Yahoo wrong, it always comes up with some other website. It's usually porno-related, but they just rely on people either being drunk or mistyping or something. If you didn't recognize that voice, of course, we also have Cornell sitting in. We also have uh, the creator... And the author of the intro song that you just heard, Solidify, Wax in Studio Wax. What up? Nice. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the program, Wax. Nice. No doubt, man. All right. Well, let's... I love uh, coming on the program. Yeah, it's a good program. Uh, let's just start off with Logan once again. Logan, uh, update. <laughs> we got some Logan to work to take care of first. We got a lot lot to, lot to get through. Do we have pro- to go anywhere? Can we just stick with Logan the whole time? <laughs> Logan. Um, all right. Last we left, Logan had shaved eyebrows and was going home to surprise his mother for a surprise birthday party courtesy of his father. Describe the look on your mother's face when you walked in there with your three-day eyebrow stubble. You know, it was really weird. They were unfazed by it. (laughs) My mom was genuinely surprised by everyone at the party, and she was really surprised to see me. And but she was just happy to see me, and I was like, "Did you notice anything different?" She's like, "Yeah." (laughs) So, oh, okay. uh, So the dad, oh, the dad tipped her off. Oh, yeah. He didn't say that I was coming but i guess he told her like i shave my eyebrows and i look like an idiot but i guess they were just cool with it. he doesn't have to throw idiot in there come on yeah. it's our artistic license your friends call you a dog logan now they're making you shave your eyebrows off <laughs> oh wait uh i think Corn- cornell's bringing up a story what was that that your um that that story about someone calling you a dog that your parents did did you mean L dog? Yeah, because we call you L dog, right? And your mom not right. like, I don't know what story. We refer to you as L dog, and then didn't your mom hear that nickname? And she was like, "What's going on? People are referring you to, referring to you as a dog." <laughs> they did say that, didn't they? That wasn't that a long time ago. I said, told you that. Yeah. Well, Cornell, Cornell has an amazing memory. Don't Never let leaves this steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> don't let the uh, don't let the exterior fool you. He's uh, he's a smart man. Now. What about my exterior? It looks stupid. <laughs> well, it looks, you know, looks a little uh, haphazard. You know, creative dress. I don't know. Creative. <laughs> well, Interesting dress. Wear socks. Creative, creative dress. Um, oh all right, God. I did actually did some research on how long it takes for an eyebrow to grow back, 
It was funny because I typed into Google how long does, and the first thing that popped up was weed stay in your system. I guess that's like it's <laughs> the number one thing Google. people are looking up on Google. But I looked it up. The eyebrow, uh, they're like, yeah, this is surprising. The eyebrow is actually the slowest growing of your body hair. It, it grows at a rate of 0.16 millimeters a day. It grows at one-third the rate of your head hair. It's actually slower than the hair growing on your thighs. And they estimate your eyebrows will be back in full shape in 56 days. Dang. I noticed that. My thigh hair is already back. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, Logan, you were going as powder. Why would you shave your thighs? <laughs> in case, I don't know, in case I, had, I was going to hook up, I wanted the theme to be there. I was completely white under all my clothes. You're still white. Yeah. How'd that work out? Yeah, Did yeah. you hook up? Were you able? <laughs> no, it didn't. No, no. Powder, uh, didn't, powder uh, the character scared <laughs> off some the people? ladies the way it was supposed to. <laughs> you should put a picture up on, on your website of... Logan is telling oh, yeah. for Halloween. Definitely. We're telling gonna... the girls the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet matches. So what is the, what is no the drapes? Carpet. White linoleum? <laughs> no carpet. It's the total yeah, lack of carpet. flooring and blinds. <laughs> so now wait, did you? so your mom was totally cool. Did they ask you why and you just said a Halloween costume? Do you think they believed you? Because you said... They you said, believe me so easily. I could do whatever I want out here and just... <laughs> <laughs> I was telling them the truth, but it was just like, to me, if I was in their position, I would have been like, what's going on? But what, they were what just else? like, oh, okay, you're at a Halloween party. Would you be like selling your eyebrow hair for drug money? Like, what else would you be doing that's really bad? No, I don't know. Now, Logan, a, um, I think it's a pretty it's logical like story. I remember, I remember this, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gang no initiation. No notches, they just shave it all the way up. He killed so many people, there's no room left for notches. The teardrop tattoo, the teardrop tattoo wasn't intense enough. We felt, felt we had to just completely shave his eyebrows. Now, Logan, what was that story about um, your parents and then uh, you stepped out of the shower or something and what... Remember that story, and you're like, Mom, you saw how big I was, or some. Remember, ex- explain, go, go over that. In that's a great anecdote, Logan. You have no, to share I, that. Uh, I don't know. My parents were visiting me or something, and I was stepping out of the bathroom in, in a towel. Right, right. You're in a towel. Yeah, but uh, then later I referred back to it. We were talking about something, and I was like, No, I'm a big guy, Mom. You saw me. <laughs> I got out of the shower. So wait, you, but I, I think they had to confuse like. Something with your oh, it was uh you were drinking at at dinner and you're like oh mom don't worry I have a talent you were like oh. meaning to <laughs> meaning to say mom don't worry I I have a tolerance you know hey you you seen me I'm a big guy me, yeah referring to the time of you coming out of the shower yeah. but yeah that's kind of awkward but then yeah well, it wasn't as what funny she said, this time she realized, <laughs> well you funny. never got to the punchline your mom thought you were talking about your dick right no I think it just sounded that way when it came out of my mouth I don't even think my mom. Would have got that. Uh, uh, uh. I think I'm the one that was like, oh wow. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, awkward looking uh, people who are white, uh, did you guys see that Sammy Sosa? <laughs> Sammy Sosa, he arrived at the Latin Recording Academy um, for a Person of the Year event in honor of Juan Gabriel on uh, Wednesday the fourth. Have you seen Sammy Sosa? He's actually white now. He's bleaching his skin. Although it's weird, he doesn't say he's bleaching his skin. Sosa says it's a cosmetic cream he uses to soften his skin. It's a reason for the lighter skin tone, and he said it's the TV lights. It's like I, I've seen. I mean, clearly the guy here, Logan. Have you seen a picture of him? No. 
This is interesting. The guy is... Whoa! <laughs> that is weird. The guy That's is creepy. clearly white. He's a vampire. He's lying. You could put that next to Logan's Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally a vampire, dude. Yeah, he's really he's in the Twilight. That <laughs> That's, that is, he's not really white. He just looks like his own race. He looks really fucking freaky. Yeah, it doesn't, look, it doesn't look human. It almost looks like a guy, a, a white guy... Who looks like Sammy Sosa kind of put on some blackface and is going to Sammy Sosa for Halloween or something and just couldn't quite pull it off. Yeah, a little purple in there. Yeah, no, he's he's still <laughs> smiling though. <laughs> hey, why wouldn't he, man? He's uh Sammy Sosa. Man, this is uh this is really crazy though. Did you guys hear about this? Uh Mike Tyson, he got arrested. Greeted by a flurry of rolling news cameras and flashbulbs, retired boxer Mike Tyson departs LAX not on a plane, but in a squad car. I love how the reporter has to do that little joke, like, he's leaving LAX, not in a plane, but he's leaving in a squad car. It's like, yeah, we're watching the video footage. We can see it's not a plane that he's leaving in. After what police call an altercation with a paparazzo. He was being photographed by a celebrity journalist. A scuffle ensued at that point. I love how the guy has to call him a journalist. <laughs> and it's alleged that Mr. Tyson uh, struck the photojournalist one time in the, in the uh, forehead and causing him to fall to the ground. Once authorities arrived, the unnamed paparazzo who alleges the famed fighter took a swing was transported to the hospital. There's an injury to the photographer uh, who suffered a uh, laceration to his forehead. Tyson uninjured in the scuffle. <laughs> <laughs> really? You mean, uh, you mean Mike Tyson versus a paparazzi uninjured? 43-year-old former heavyweight champion of the world on a stopover, say police, from Europe on his way to Vegas. The confrontation taking place in Terminal 7 at the United Ticket Counter of LAX in what for now remains a he said, he said situation. They're both alleging misdemeanor battery on one another. Each, Sergeant Jim Holcomb says, making a citizen's arrest on the other. <laughs> I'm placing you on the citizen's arrest. No, I'm placing you, Mike Tyson, under citizen's arrest. God, how ballsy is this goddamn paparazzi that he's going to confront Mike Tyson to the point that Tyson's Mike Tyson... Tyson's camp releasing this statement saying Mr. Tyson was traveling with his wife and 10-month-old child without security when he was attacked by an overly aggressive paparazzi. The truth will reveal Mike acted in self-defense as a father protecting his child. We are confident justice will prevail. Now, for a guy who served three years in prison for a rape he said he didn't commit, why do you have any confidence in the justice system? First off, Mike Tyson. And who is this paparazzi that has the balls to just get to the point where Mike Tyson feels the need to defend himself? Yeah. I feel like if you're a paparazzi, though, and you... You survived this where Mike has a bunch of You gotta have. Oh, he could crazier. be. He could be taking fights right now. He could be going up against Pacquiao. Like if you can, if you can, <laughs> if you're, if you're that aggressive that you're willing to just shove a camera in Mike Tyson's face without worrying about the consequences whatsoever. I feel like that's a skill in and of itself. I think he'll get a lot of paparazzi work out of this. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> he'll get all. He'll get all the good gigs. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you, and can you blame Mike Tyson? Like, what are they... <laughs> is there not enough... Do we not have enough archive footage of Mike Tyson being crazy? Like, do we need to see... Do we need the curtain pulled back more on Mike Tyson? Like, <laughs> literally, he's he's been on record at, at fights, promoting fights, and the way he promoted the fights by saying he was going to rape the other guy's children and murder them and kill them. Like, all right, we get it. Mike Tyson's crazy. Do you... If we've seen that footage, are we really interested in seeing Mike Tyson walk through an airport? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what he does is punch people. Why is that surprising? <laughs> it's a new story. God. It's just a he said, he said. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's another great line. He said, he said. It just sounds really gay. Like almost, almost they were like in a lover's tip. That's uh, another he said, he said. Quarrel. You know, just come on, guys. It's a he said, he said. Oh, man. <laughs> Normally it's he said, she said. I don't know. That sounds a lot more normal, but the police officer decided to use the he said, he said. Oh, man. Speaking of uh, people who enjoy BP. Beating people up. Chris Brown is, uh, you know, finally, <laughs> I, I guess we still haven't gotten the full story, but he sat down for a one-on-one with Sway. It's weird, like, back in the day when I used to watch MTV a lot, I had respect for Sway, or I was just like, wow, he's the, he's a really good journalist. And now it's just like, I'm a, <laughs> he's just, he's just asking really obvious questions and letting Chris Brown talk. In our interview with Chris Brown this past Monday, he wouldn't get into specific details about what happened that night. Okay, the entire reason that you should have an interview is to get into specific details of what happened that night. And that's what he doesn't want to talk about. But after Rihanna's GMA appearance, we asked Chris for a GMA, good morning, America. Response, and he had this to say. While I respect Rihanna's right to discuss the specific events of February 8th, I maintain my position that all of the details remain a private matter between us. <laughs> I do appreciate her support. <laughs> he, of course he wants it to remain a private matter. He's the one who beat the shit out of her. He doesn't want the details to come out of it. And if it's an interview with Chris Brown, can't they just play Chris Brown saying that? <laughs> yeah. You have to have Sway read the transcript. Well, I guess, I, guess in a, I guess this happened after the actual interview was taped, so they put this in the beginning uh, okay. as a buffer. Okay. But still... <laughs> I maintain my position that all of the details remain a private matter between us. I do appreciate her support and wish her the best. I am extremely sorry for what I did, and I accept accountability. I love how he also says that he appreciates her support. How is she supporting him at all? What is, <laughs> what does he get for my actions? From? At this point, I am taking the proper steps to learn about me and grow from my mistakes. I only hope that others in similar situations can learn from our experience as well. Abuse of any kind is always wrong. The rest, I. <laughs> uh, who? I mean, this is. Chris Brown is a scumbag, but imagine the scumbag that's learning from the situation. It's like, oh wait. Chris Brown realized that beating people is wrong. Maybe I should learn as well. Leave it to God. Before oh, wait, February sorry. 8th, Chris Brown marks as well. I love this part. Abuse of any kind is always wrong. The rest, I leave it to God. Before <laughs> I love how guys, guys who totally fuck up just leave it to God. It's like, no, you are the asshole who put yourself in that situation. And then you just put it on God's shoulders like, oh, don't worry. God can take, the re- take care of the rest of it. Yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, sure, I might have, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, some domestic abuse, but come on. God yeah. controls everything. What was he doing? Why was he controlling her to mouth off? <laughs> Next time he's going to leave it to God to physically abuse Rihanna for him. I'm, I'm going to leave it to God to take care of my community service. I'm going to leave it to God to do this interview with Sway. I'm going to leave it to God to make my next album. I'm going to leave it to God to somehow regain my reputation and fans. Oh, man. I love this guy. February 8th, Chris Brown was universally adored and poised to be... Whoa, 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 whoa. Universally adored, Sway? Universally adored? 
I think that's a little uh, bit of an overstatement. Like, I understand you're sending, you want to send this like, oh my God, this guy, he was this, uh, you know, huge star and he tumbled to grace. He was an R&B singer, rap guy. Okay, universally adored. That seems a bit of an overstatement. Wouldn't you agree, Wax? I would agree. I would agree. Wax, you're you're a rising star in the hip hop community. Would <laughs> would you say he's universally adored? I mean, even to say universally, that, that's like saying on other planets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's there's galaxies out there that are just getting the light from our star, the sun, and they love Chris Brown. Come on, Sway. Come on. Uh, Chili dogs may be universally adored. I believe Sway's been there. <laughs> yeah, if any if anyone's been there, Sway's been there. <laughs> That's why he gets all. The, you know, he's not even he's not even unanimously adored in the hip hop and R and B community. Leave it to God. Before February eighth, Chris Brown was universally adored and poised to become one of the biggest superstars in pop music. Since his assault of Rihanna, public sentiment has changed dramatically. While many of his fans have stayed loyal, others may never be able to get past Chris's actions. See, now it's on us. We have to get past it. Yeah, as, as fans. Sound like yeah, the fans the, the onus is on us to it. get past it. Some will never get past it. Like, oh, we Some just... are loyal. <laughs> Good fans. On that night. <laughs> we're what do you think the public perception is now? Um, I'm confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I thought you learned from this situation, but the guy's still confused. All right. As far as the public perception, like, I think with my fans, they still love me. They uh, support me. Yeah, right. They're called fans. That's what they do. But um, definitely, uh, like you have those people that that don't support you. So I, it's like kind of <laughs> he's trying to wrap his brain around the idea that people don't support you. <laughs> and then you and then you got these other cats. They just don't support you. Fifty fifty to me. I mean, I'm human. <laughs> I think it's much more than fifty fifty. Yeah. Fifty fifty. That that's a coin toss at an NFL game. It's fifty fifty. Whether or not people are behind Chris Brown. I mean, people didn't. A lot of people didn't like Chris Brown to begin with. All right, so then you throw in this whole, uh, you know, beating up Rihanna thing. Then you have all the Rihanna fans that immediately hate him. 50-50 is... <laughs> so it's all right. I, I uh, just let out a huge belch. There's a 50-50 chance that might offend people. No, it's, I show my feelings on my sleeve like everybody else. So mm-hmm. I feel like it hurts. I mean, you know, like I'm still a young dude, so like I haven't got past the stage of mm-hmm. being uh, being able to take people's uh negative comments or things and be like oh i'm not worried about that like it hurts like mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna lie it hurts so, almost as much as having your face punched in mm-hmm. like when i hear certain things or they say this and well if i go somewhere and i just hear somebody just be rude about it it's just like they're being rude, so rude. <laughs> like man it's a mistake like I, I made a big mistake i'm learning from it mm-hmm. like i'm not saying who they to judge i mean because everybody has entitled to their own opinion or how they feel but it's just like it hurts what are some of the worst things that this someone really, has said this to is my you favorite part in public? Of the I mean, public, like, you get certain things like woman beater. <laughs> like, I've been immune. <laughs> woman beater. <laughs> someone has said to you in public. I mean, public, like, you get certain things like woman beater. Like, I've been at amusement parks. And, but by the way, like, that's the, that's the weirdest part. Who's going to amusement parks? Somebody needs to sample that woman beater. <laughs> yeah. Woman Every beater. day they hustle in woman, woman beater. Things like woman beater. <laughs> like I've been in- said to you in public. I mean, out of those, it'd only be like one or two people out of the crowd that's following me. Mm-hmm. So he goes to amusement parks so that crowds can follow him. And then uh, some people yell out 
woman beater. Mm. Like so, like I do have a lot of positive supporters, but mm. anybody that says anything, you hear it and they be like, dang, dang. Yeah. So like I've heard like woman beater. I heard uh, <laughs> you suck. I hate you. And certain things like oh, don't get. I love I love how I love how creative these insults are. You <laughs> I suck. I hate you. The the sad part was there was probably a guy following him saying that before, but now he's like, oh, it's because of the Rihanna thing. Like, <laughs> no, I was following you from the other, from when you were at the Bush Gardens theme park. Don't right? you get it? I just hate you, <laughs> yeah. Chris. He, he he can't even wrap the, his mind around the possibility that someone might just not like him. Period. No, he was universally loved before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guy. I heard uh, you suck. I hate. <laughs> you certain things like oh don't get too close he might punch you in the face <laughs> see now at least that's funny, yeah, that's that is funny. funny. <laughs> if i if i beat someone up i'd be like all right you're on the board good one yeah, yeah. move that guy to the front of the crowd that's following me if i'm gonna get if i'm gonna mock for beating people up i want it to be witty at least now, I, all right so you committed this domestic abuse now wouldn't you kind of be a, a reclusive take care of business not do all this you know not do all this publicity like i'm just trying to think if i did somehow snap and and abuse someone like that i'm just you know lay low go back in the studio work on my music go to an amusement park like I mean, it just seems bizarre because it's like obviously people, you're just such a such an icon in the news. Like people are gonna come up to you, they're gonna say stuff to you. I feel like you're all, you're asking for it in a way. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, you a, get. He's atoning for his sins by riding the zipper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, what are you gonna you gonna take a date? Like he's just there, like throwing softballs at the milk cans. Like, oh wait, you guys want to talk to me? Yeah, you suck. Oh, what is it? Because I missed dude. the milk can? Well, yeah, that and your recording career and what you did, to Rihanna. <laughs> you should go the Ike Turner route. Yeah, exactly. You didn't hear Ike apologizing like this and right. just pastel bow tie on Larry King? Please, everyone, <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> Ike Turner was a cold-hearted animal, and that's why we loved him. What he did is just go and beat up Tina some more. That's <laughs> yeah. his only answer. Yeah, I, told, I do beat bitches. I told you not to tell them what went down. <laughs> that's the best is when uh, guys are beating up uh, chicks, and, and they go, Why'd you make me do this, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you make me do this? You look up at God and say, Why are you making me do this? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave it to God. Certain things like, Oh, don't get too close. He might punch you in the face. Wow. Like, I, do, wow. I do like that. Yeah, I mean, you get you get stuff like that. People like, I mean, it's, it's ignorance, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Wait, what is that? Ignorance? What, what is that? We're ignorant? The face. Wow. And like, yeah, I mean, you get, you get stuff like that. People like, I mean, it's, it's ignorance, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You gotta just, that's the life we live. <laughs> They're pretty well, informed. So, sounds like you've learned a lot. In the At the end of the day, that's the life we live. Some people beat up people, and other people, it's their job to be ignorant and ask them, why do you beat up people? What if in the middle of the interview you just started punching Sway? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love. What are they ignorant about? They're ignorant like, oh, I don't punch people for no reason. There was a reason, all right? <laughs> yeah, it's not because she was too close to me. It's because the bitch was reading my text messages about some girls, allegedly. <laughs> I feel like I have to throw that allegedly in there somewhere, um, because I know, uh, I know, I know his camp is really listening to this. <laughs> Man, I, I would, I would love to have been a, to see. Uh, I think he did. 
I forget where he did his community service. I saw the video. It was in some southern state, like either Louisiana or Florida or something like that. Right. And it's just him there with like you know the uh, the fitted hat, with like the not folded brim, like you know yeah, this is a time where I can just think about my thing. You know, he's doing all this heavy yard work. I just picture like all these like white hillbillies, like tatted up guys. <laughs> They're also for domestic violence. Like oh boy, <laughs> we're working with Chris Brown today. <laughs> Man, you should like try and get beat up by an R&B singer to help promote the show. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start going to Chris Brown, and just saying, "You suck. You suck." Look, let me look at your text messages. Give me that cell phone. I'm ignorant. I wonder if the people in the crowd that follow him like know each other. Yeah, it's they like a, it's like the yeah, him. it's like the it's like they're following the Grateful Dead, but instead they follow Chris Brown. Hey, you ate Chris Brown too, huh? Oh. <laughs> the brown heads. Here he's going to Six Flags on Saturday. You can see that? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got the RV parked outside, selling some veggie burritos. You know, doing whatever it takes, you know? Do whatever it takes, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, let's see. What are we going to get to here? All right. Well, I got this uh, this clip here. This is always funny. Uh, people call 911 when they have no business doing it. Um, I was at a McDonald's, I paid $10, and these guys gave me one burger and a fry, and told me to pull around. Okay, sir, my... That's a, this is not a 911 emergency. <laughs> sir, this is not a police matter. You need to take it up with the manager of the McDonald's. I'm going to disconnect. I got robbed for my money. Sir, you <laughs> I got robbed for my... This is the laziest robbery of all time. <laughs> they still gave you a little something, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wax, you got robbed once. How did, how'd it go down? They give you a double cheeseburger and a fry? And then take five dollars. How did it work? Exactly, how I went down. I, <laughs> I expected, you know, to get my full value meal. No prize. They shut the window and locked it. Cold blooded. Yeah, I'm gonna disconnect with you now. I was at McDonald's. I gave these guys ten dollars. They gave me one burger and a fry and told me to park. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, maybe they messed up the order, but I doubt they gave it to him and said, "Here's your order, park." Like, <laughs> you just talked to my partner a moment ago, and he advised you this is not a 911 emergency. This is a 911 emergency. I got robbed for eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That was his criteria. That was his argument for it being an emergency. I got robbed, and it was eight dollars. <laughs> like, said it with such gravitas. Eight dollars. <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> nice, nice word, Logan. Yeah, Logan, nice pull. Yeah, gravitas, oh, man. nice gravitas. man. You been reading? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe what do you read? You've been reading. I like been that. Thinking about words lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around your house contemplating words. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I went over and saw that. Uh, saw that. Uh, <laughs> well, it, Logan had a. Um, Logan has this fridge, obviously, and uh, walked over, and he's like, you want to check out my mural on my fridge? Describe your mural that you drew on your fridge, Logan. Oh, man. That was like over a year ago now, wasn't it? But uh, I don't know. It just said uh, freezer on the freezer and fridge on the fridge, but it had all this art. But didn't it have some, like, poetry and stuff? (laughs) No, it was just, like, comic books type of things. Yeah. It was very airplane flying through the sky. I don't remember what I drew, but it was cool, man. Look, it looked like you had a lot of free time, but it was a nice artwork. All right, let's see what happens. You cannot in the sky. tell me I can call 911 and not get a cop right here. Sir. You can tell me I can't get a cop right here at 82nd and Sunnyside Road. I was sued. 
Oh man, the the funniest part, I couldn't get the I couldn't get the audio for it, but uh like 5 minutes after this, his friend calls and said he's being robbed at gunpoint at the McDonald's <laughs> just so the cops come over and and check out the scene. Wow. It's like, That's oh my crazy. god. I can't I mean, I I've been really angry at customer service before, but never to the point never to the point where I like Call nine one one. That's just. I, need, I would need more information about that story. Like, did he attempt to go into the McDonald's and like, like were they really that stubborn in there? Like, <laughs> they wouldn't give him money. I like? don't know. Yeah, I guess there's, you know, I guess maybe he is some case if like they, no, yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine. Yeah, the thing is, when you ever, whenever you go into any of those places, like, you know, as long as you just say like, hey, they totally ripped me off. They're like, oh, okay, here, plenty of hamburgers. You're right, right, right. <laughs> They're never like you know super stingy about it. You know, one time I uh, gave them like a twenty, and they gave me change for as if I p- gave them like a five or something. Mm-hmm. And I told them what they did, and they like went in the back and opened the safe and like did all this stuff. It like took like half an hour to like check if I had actually gave them a twenty. Really? Yeah. And I had, and then they gave me my change. They had to like, like account you. balance the whole store. To the- yeah. <laughs> they were like, no, we'll give you the money, but you just have yeah, to we just wait have for to, fucking ever. We just have to do the slight audit. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see. I'm going to take a quick uh, break about playing clips and talking. Just talk about uh, Amazon.com <laughs> or uh, Amagron, as uh, my buddy Logan likes to say. <laughs> Amagron.com. What doesn't Amagron have, you know? The uh, No, but seriously, we've all used Amazon. All you do is you, you log on to Amazon. Well, no, actually, sorry, wait. You go to SeanTGreen.com. You click on the Amazon link, and then everything you buy at Amazon helps out the green room. It's really easy. Uh, let's see, what do you got? Uh, Amazon.com. I know uh, if you're a fan of talk radio, you got uh, Artie Lang's new uh, DVD, CD. Um, big guy in the Howard Stern Show, you can get that. Jack and Coke. You got uh, Jim Brewer. He's going to be on the program next week. He's got a new DVD out called uh, Clear in the Air. And, of course, you go to ShantiGreen.com, click the Amazon link. You can also get my man Wax's album. Um, you can get that, Liquid Courage, Wax and uh, EOM, Liquid Courage. You can go on there. You can just buy the MP3s. Um, you can buy the actual CD itself. You can get, you know... Anything you want. Uh, Modern Warfare, Gears of War. Or wait, what's that called, Corno? Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Call right. of Duty. Gears uh, of War is also a game. Right, whatever. Whatever you stupid nerds are into these days. <laughs> burger time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burger time. Whatever. Amazon really has everything. Now they have groceries, for Christ's sake. If you can't find... I defy you to find a better deal than Amazon.com. Amazon right now, Logan, do you know who they're going head-to-head with prices-wise? Amicron? <laughs> yes. They're going head-to-head with Amicron, Amazon.com. Not only are they going head-to-head with Amicron, they're also going head-to-head with Walmart. Walmart wow. gets in trouble for paying their employees insanely low wages and not giving them benefits. When you com- can compete with prices with a company like that, you're doing something right. So go to ShantiGreen.com, <laughs> click on the Amazon.com link, and uh, pick up some CDs, DVDs, books, whatever your heart desires. All right, well, we're back to the uh, regular scheduled program. Here with my man, Logan, Cornell, and Wax. Wax, uh, we were talking about your album that you can buy. 
Uh, go to shantygreen.com, clicking on Amazon. Uh, you were out uh, touring, promoting this album, I assume, promoting your brand, the the Wax brand. Uh, tell us about it. What was the What was the name of the tour? Uh, it was the uh, Wax and Herbal Tea Low Budget Mystery Tour. It was me and my brother going <clears throat> going around the country, and uh, we had my car Nissan Sentra with a U-Haul trailer on the back, and uh, we had my boy Matt selling merch. Uh, you can go to uh, youtubecom tea and you can see the whole. There's like a whole, the whole little web series. Yeah, yeah I saw some of it's that. Like 13 episodes and stupid as shit. It's pretty, <laughs> awesome. it's pretty funny. You're, you're it's quite pretty the funny. salesman, Wax. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean stupid in a good way, like entertaining. Like oh, oh okay, these guys I know are you. Stupid. Oh, I shit. know you. I, I want to watch it again. Sorry, I forgot how these uh, rap guys go. Yo, this yeah, is it was stupid. St- <laughs> shit is stupid, guys. <laughs> stupid, dumb. Yo, they got fat beats and stuff. <laughs> so where does this tour start out? Uh, the first show was in Phoenix. Phoenix, all right. And then uh, how'd that go? Uh, the Phoenix show was good. That was a really good show. We uh, we sold a lot of merch. Uh, people came out. You know, there's it's pretty crazy how how uh, how how hardcore some of the fans are. Yeah, know? no, I mean I've seen videos of where like the whole crowd singing along with the songs. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's what's great about the internet nowadays. You know, you got a good product. You know, you get the Twitter going, the Facebook, all that, the YouTube, and then you realize like, wow, there's there's a uh, there's definitely a demand here, especially if, you know, like yourself, you can bring it to them live. And uh, so now this is just a tour, like, you're not signed to a big label, no. but just something you produce yourself. Now, how'd you go about, like, securing all these dates? Uh, it was uh, me and my brother just uh, basically we looked at a map and decided where we want to go. And we know what cities are good because we can see where we sell CDs. And, we you know, there's people that hit us up like, come play in Detroit, man, come play in Detroit or whatever, you know. So you just look at, like, sales and, like, where they're mm-hmm. coming in. And then from there, start realizing yeah. like, okay, this, uh, you know, what are your, what are your cities where you're most popular? Uh, Baltimore, Toronto, uh, Detroit, New York, Chicago. Now, why Toronto? Why do you, or why do you think these cities? Like, obviously, you're from the Baltimore area, so that makes yeah. sense. Probably local. That show boy. was like a high school reunion. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Now, why do you think these other shows? Why do you think these cities kind of stuck out? What is it? Is there anything in particular? Is just hip hop, underground yeah, hip hop's super popular in these certain areas i don't know what it is about toronto but that's there's some reason toronto is big for us i don't i'm not exactly sure what it is i think that there's a big like not even just like a big hip-hop scene but i feel like there's a big like internet hip-hop scene you know oh, okay I, like, people up there <laughs> i love how he does his internet voice the internet hip-hop people up there like internet and hip-hop when they now, combine them together yeah know, is there I mean, like you know being a rapper and stuff you got to be cool and stuff does it is it weird ever, like, you know, being considered, like, an internet sensation or something? Like, do you feel any sort of stigma? I mean, it feels like almost like the same way internet dating was at first when it was first coming on. People were like, wait, you met someone on the internet? How fucking creepy are you? Like, you know, in 1995, if you said, like, hey, I'm a rapper, I'm on the internet, you know, people look at you like you're an asshole. But now I feel like just the internet's gotten so ubiquitous that it, do you feel legitimate in right, sense? Right, like, yeah, I mean... I don't know. For, for me personally, I mean, if any way I can get the word out is good. But uh, it's like you said, like now, like even like so quote unquote gangster rappers take 50 Cent for example. Like he blogs. You know yeah, I know. It's just, he has blogs. It sounds. Like, yeah, I see his Twitter. It's like, hey guys, check this out. Let's try to get this as a trending topic. It's right. like <laughs> eight years ago, this man was shot nine times in the face, and now he's like this pop icon who's trying to get followers. It. Mm-hmm. it it really feels like the the game has changed, as we like to say. Um, what was the uh, what was the craziest fan like that you saw on the tour? The like most, craziest fan most into you. We had we had people uh, at several at a couple different places, but mainly in Toronto. There was uh, 
there was a group of people that they had all had made their own shirts, like, like uh, yeah. what did it say? Hit that, I don't know what what it says. Like it said, I wax daily on the shirts. <laughs> and then they had <laughs> nice. Like, That's had, a little catchy thing. Yeah, some of them had. Uh, my brother was there. They, his name is Herbal T, and uh, they had like this. I can't even explain what this. It was like a fucking. Look like one of those things that like the ro- the coyote has. It's like a TNT thing okay. where you push it downward. I I, I know yeah, the people yeah. listening can't actually see me. Push yeah, it like downward. a de- a detonator. Yeah, a detonator. That's that was the word I was looking for, and it said herbal tea on it, and was somehow connected to a pot leaf. I don't really know exactly <laughs> what it meant, but it was cool. They like they, yeah. they made their own merchandise, you know. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily good for you, like. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm making my own T-shirt. Yeah. I don't need to buy your T-shirt wax. They're burning class. their own wax CDs they yeah, made themselves. Like, like I, ra- I wrap my own wax CD. Yeah. Oh, you're kind of missing the point. No, I get I it totally. I was wondering why they brought several shirts and 50 CDs that they brought. I just thought they were big fans. I they got a merch table. Yeah. <laughs> we're selling CDs for 10. They're selling for 9. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, that is that is a great sign. That is, I mean, like the dead, they always had all these unlicensed T-shirts vendors and right. stuff like that like mm-hmm. i mean it shows yeah. it's a great sign in the sense that you know these guys are passionate enough to actually take time to create their own thing uh showing your support now uh like what are the highlights as far as like what what cities or shows really stood out for you on the tour or, like what moments where you're like wow this is really rocking uh chicago was a good one chicago we played at, an, at a really good venue and uh I don't know. The crowd was just really into it, and it was a dope spot. The people there really liked it. Like we stayed in the, at the at the bar after they closed and just drank with all the people that worked there. We actually ended up we ended up sleeping in the car in the in the back alley there, <laughs> which Sounds was like a pretty a interesting show. story. We we're like in the middle of Chicago, like you know, like downtown Chicago in an alley, and my car's parked there. So we all we all just three slept sitting up in the Centra, and I woke up the next morning. It's bright outside, and I'm looking for my fucking backpack, which had like my computer in it, it had a, my video yeah, the camera whole- in it. And I just left it sitting right outside on the ground in the middle of the alley. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was still there. In a back alley in behind, like, a Chicago wow. bar nightclub yeah. area. And, and it was, it was still fine. there, yeah. It's crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Now, what were the lowlights of the tour? What were the times? Because you're driving, you're doing this low-budget tour. I mean, I imagine the performance is great, but the logistics of getting there or sleeping in the mm-hmm. car like that, there had to be some moments where you're just like, a oh, gun to my head, end this. Well, the, the first two days were rough. Like, like we did a... Uh, you got a gun to your head? Nah, I didn't. I thought you had no points. A, a proverbial gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that much of a gangster rapper, Cornell. <laughs> no, the first two, the first two days were rough because uh, we didn't. It, we met up with my brother the third day in December. I mean, December, Denver. But uh, the first two nights we didn't get a hotel and we just slept in the car and that was like literally probably like two hours each night. So by the third day we were, you know, just, just running completely on fumes. delirious, which was, was whatever. But like, I I think that's why I ended up getting the flu. And like, the one bad thing about the tour was the whole time I was sick as fuck. Like, no, you think it was just because probably because you're run down, then you're probably meeting with all these people, shaking hands. So mm, yeah. any germs that are out there, you yeah. know, you're already run down. You're not eating good, I'm sure. Nah, I wasn't eating very healthily. <laughs> nah, not at all. Now, uh, now let's talk about the chicks. What, as far as the shows, like what, what, uh, what venues, what places were the best for like meeting chicks or? Well, let me preface this by saying that, uh, for some reason, wax and herbal tea fans are not fucking female. Like we have, <laughs> we have a group of, we have like this group of people. They exist in, they exist in every city that are young, white, aspiring rappers. <laughs> like, like they, they, they want to, they want to freestyle with you in the back afterwards, and they want you to smoke their weed. They want, they're like, this is the best, man. You're never gonna get any weed better than this. This is the best weed we got in Detroit. <laughs> Trust me, I'm the man. I want to smoke this with you. Like, all they want to do is get you high and freestyle with you. But anyway, the point is, 
most of the fans that we have are actually male, and the girls that are there are usually usually there. Usually get turned on by yeah. the guy that brought them there, exactly. Which that exactly. makes it kind of awkward. So to we didn't see do we didn't do too well. Plus, I mean, my brother's married, so you know, it's not. So like yeah, I mean that yeah, that kind of the game killer. It cuts yeah. down a little bit, right? <laughs> Bastard. I know he's listening right now. He's checking it out. Well, I mean, I've because I've seen some shows. Maybe it's just a Hollywood thing, but I, the stuff that you've done in Hollywood, man, there's some there's some decent tale that comes out to those. So. Uh, I, think, actually, I think you just I think that like the stars align that whenever you come to one of our shows, or it's like the it's like the hot the shows where hot chicks are there. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We got a show tonight. We'll see if they're girls there. Yeah, tonight. we do have. A, um, actually, uh, yeah, uh, Wax has a show tonight. It's the Wax and Ajax show. It's at the uh, M Bar 1253, uh, North Vine Street, right there in Hollywood. There's no cover, and uh, yeah, it's kind of like a variety show. I know I'm gonna be doing stand up. Uh, our buddy Casey, who's on the show a lot, he's gonna be doing some sketches. And, uh, yeah, man. And uh, Adam Jacobs, he's the other guy uh, co-hosting it, doing some sketches as well. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be, be an extravagant. So now what's the uh, what's the next step in uh, Big Wax's career? Like, what's your what's your next goal? What's your next thing? Like, are you planning another tour? Is the plan just, like, lay low, try to write some more? What's your what's your next angle? Um, It's it's weird right now because, uh, I, I mean, I was going to – I'm working on another album, but I also kind of, like, I, like, recently I've kind of, like, like I have a manager now. Like this guy hit me up, and he's got a, and he 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 works like in the music industry or whatever. And now he's trying to kind of get me into the actual music industry, the non-independent, you know, like yeah, the, a, record, a record deal, or quote whatever. unquote legit. Now, do, now as art, does this is this exciting to you? Do you want to be signed? Because it seems like you're kind of on that cusp, where like you're getting some stuff done, or you're getting a lot of stuff done on yourself, being mm-hmm. independent, totally totally free of any kind of outside influence but then obviously if you have a big corporate force behind you it would definitely help with promotion exposure you know better equipment better studio time working with you know better producers that kind of stuff so what's your take on that i think i mean you know i've I've always said like when somebody says like what's what's my goal i've always said my goal is that i don't want to have to work a regular job and i think if, if i had if i had some people helping me and you know giving me money to live you know, it'd be a lot easier. Like, like, t- well, I don't even know if this relates to what I just said, but like, take the tour we just did, for example. I, like, me and my brother spent hours and days and weeks booking the tour, promoting the tour, doing the tour. Like, if there was somebody, if there was, I guess, some kind of corporate force behind me, so they you could take care of all that shit, and I could focus on the actual art and the actual music and the show that itself, itself. You know, what I'm saying I don't have to fucking worry about like getting, getting t-shirts printed out, getting going to find a CD place to duplicate it, finding people, to, you know, to do everything. Everything's yourself, you know. You know, like that just makes the art suffer. You know but now, I mean? do you think now? Yeah, I see that angle. But do you think, in a way, almost not having that, um, that kind of like, all right, hey, this is a guy kind of uh, paying your way, setting things up. Do you think not having that kind of makes you a little more hungry, makes you a little more feisty on stage, makes you appreciate the time you do get to perform a little bit more? Do you think there's an element to that that maybe like if someone comes in or something like that, or you know, kind of sets you up that oh, maybe you'll get a little soft, maybe you won't have that hunger. Does that, could, is that a man. concern? It could. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to see. I mean, I don't even know if anything's gonna happen. You know, like I'm really just kind of keep on keeping on keeping on or whatever. But <laughs> if that makes yeah, no, I that makes. We'll just have to see. I mean, who knows? I could fucking get addicted to fucking heroin if I'm around. I don't know. <laughs> I, the door's <laughs> wide open. The future's wide open. Yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? You saying no your music's idea. gonna get a lot better? <laughs> this, yeah, this is the best heroin in Detroit, man. <laughs> Um, well, we got a uh, we got a sh- we got a song here that uh, we're gonna have you do in a second here, but I know this sounds a little uh, 
Well, I mean, I guess it is my talk program, so... You know, I, I feel like I, you know, you talk about guys wanting to wanting you to listen to their songs. I, I played you a couple times before. I played you a song for my uh, semi-hit album, uh, Naeus, Neckbeard. I played you the <laughs> single off that. I got another track that, you know, I'm just going to put that out there. You can listen to it. Uh, give me your thoughts on it. Uh, you know, cover, maybe? Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to, you know. Not to mention the other day I stopped by your house and before I... When I was walking through, I definitely heard you fucking rocking out some Metallica covers on your on your. That's the only deck. song I know on my guitar is Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah, Enter Sandman. <laughs> I was playing that for like a good hour straight by myself. Um, but yeah, this is uh this is when I uh, did a little noodling in the hip hop era. Turn that shit on. Let me tell him how it is. It's real shit. <laughs> See none of your motherfucking pussy shit, dude. See, look at now. I'm I'm dropping the Titanic beat in the background because I thought like if you can make this hard, you can make anything hard. It's LVE, Bethlehem, dude. City life, city life. It's raw, raw dog style, bitch. <laughs> Think I want this shit? This is the. This, listen to this production, Wax. I'm willing to work with you. Street life. <laughs> right, raised in. Born and raised on the streets. This is what it made me. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. All right. These are samples I use from Doom 2. <laughs> you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. Cause I gotta make the cheese, I gotta get the cheese, I gotta get the cash, man. You know, it's all about money, cash, hoes, bitch. That's the what the fucking whole world revolves around, man. What? 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 They ain't pretty shit. This shit ain't pretty, dude. This rap shit ain't pretty. Someone's gotta do it. You know, there's money out there. Someone's gotta get it, dude. <clears throat> Is money to be made, and I'm gonna make it. All right, so if you don't like it, get the fuck out of my face. You know, I gotta do what I gotta do. If I gotta hit you up, if I gotta rob you, that's what I gotta do. That's what I gotta do, man. I'm poor. All right. If I gotta knock off the liquor store, I gotta do it. That's what I gotta do, man. I gotta hustle. That's usually man, what people use for giant baby. machine gun. Talking about. Right? You think I like this shit? Hell no. Hell no. I think I like getting stabbed in the back with a knife five times. Five times. Maybe not even living. I think I like that shit? Hell no. Hell no. I got that back scar from uh, skin cancer, melanoma. Uh, uh, uh. But I figured a knife stab sounds a little better. <laughs> out of the gang life, trying to get out of the drug life, trying to do some rap shit. Right? Just keep it real, motherfucker. You don't like it? Get the fuck out of here, because this is Nays, bitch. <laughs> So Wax, you want to do a cover of an interlude? That was amazing. <laughs> Wax, I'm was willing to collab. Like spoken word or rap? Or I <laughs> yeah. Tell if it was... yeah. Well, that was actually my intro song. That was kind of my intro <laughs> skit, you know. Like, uh, you don't do skits on your on your things, do you? Or, uh, the last album we actually didn't have any skits. That would be the first album I've ever done that didn't have any skits. Really? I used to do. We used to do skits all the time. But yeah, that was my take on the skit of just like, yeah, I'm just walking in the studio, they got this Titanic beat going on, and I'm just gonna, you know, keep it real over this uh, Titanic song. <laughs> what do you, hilarious. What do you think, Max? Do we? I, I loved it. I loved right, it. Man. I like the sound effects that you added too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, real professional sound. I had some program that you could scratch the sound effects, so I was, I kept using that to like scratch the, uh, the wave file that was the Titanic beat. All right, well. Enough, uh, enough of me and my uh, bullshitting of a rap career. We're gonna let Wax uh, kick off his. Uh, what do you call this? Your latest single? Yeah, I guess so. This is a <clears throat> this is a Wax and EOM song called Relax. 
Oh, we got a video for it. For it. If you go to youtube.com slash waxandherbaltea, it'll be on the front page. The first video is, is uh, for this song. It's called Relax. All right. I don't know if he's listening, but peace to EOM. If he is listening, I have no idea if he is or not. All right. Well, let's uh, do it, man. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Hold on, I'm warming up. You can say, no, you can keep doing it. Oh. 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 Nah, this is what I do, yo. Tilt your seat backs and relaxes me waxing EOM feed tracks to cats who hate weak raps and weak beats and repeats of last week's recyclables. You can find out if my ass cheeks are likable. Kiss them while you hate. I'll be sitting in the waiting room, writing tunes while you have a lively debate. And while you waste time making stupid rules, we'll stay in the pocket like newborn marsupials. You'll be fools if you follow their lead. You might as well kneel down and swallow their seed, man. Hating on E and wax. Y'all just need to relax, E. Pass me another hurricane, dog, so I can stay lit like a Duraflame log. I prefer insane smog in my brain over airheadedness. Add this to your I didn't get it list. Fuck a memo, fuck a demo, fuck a deal. Fuck every emotion in your soul that you feel. Pop pills with us to roll with the real. Thank you. Another CD sold for a meal. Grab hold of the wheel. Matter of fact, give it back. You can't handle the torque of an EOM track. You put in so much effort to pitiful results. God damn, you have a lot of faults, flaws, blemishes and shortcomings Me and E's forthcoming efforts will be effortless and more stunning Cause they ain't fucking with wax, and they just need to, yo Why do people seem so glass half empty, yet they give a pass to these half-ass MCs What I have in common with giraffes, cash envies Is I'm high and I'm flying, I cause envy If Herbal C or EOM isn't your name, then your musical advice was probably given in vain Why you write and talk about the shit you think I need to change i'll be outside smiling singing in the rain man on my parade you can pour piss i'll be dancing on a float in a state of pure bliss one day me and herbal seal poor chris till then sorry bro i'm too poor chris but you can pass me to paps and here's a fucking pillow eom relax he's like y'all just need yo Lyrical gold medal, Olympian cardio regimen Still I got hardly no Benjamins Motherfuckers talk for the show like Mari Poe bitchin' them I can see the sorry hoe bitchin' them Walking around with they nose in the air But we just brush them to the side like an emo kid combing his hair I rock tight like that same kid's jeans Y'all are like angst-ridden teens All green with envy like Thanksgiving beans in the casserole Beat you back into your hole like we playin' whack-a-mole Damn, y'all some busy little beavers Pitiful achievers with your critical demeanors we don't do it for the doubters we just rip it for believers if you haters want a cookie have a visit with the keeblers and pick me up the el fudge while you're at it man check it out one more check it yo one more one more one two three four people show us love when we come through be more dc2 down to vcu in hampton where you find eom cold lamping kicking back making beats in his leisure time with a fine skeezer and tequila from the freezer with a squeeze of lime i'm about to go and get some peace of mind down in san diego I'm a Layla with my feet reclined In the shade where the air is cooler I take the day off like Ferris Bueller Prepare a cooler, roll a big ass flip You piss ass can come along and just remain stiff Spit clever just cause my tongue is bored Type of curveballs winning fucking Cy Young Awards I'm Sandy Cold Facts And y'all just need to relax Alright, that's Wax doing it live on the Green Room every Thursday night We're here, 8 o'clock, LA Talk Radio Make sure you tune in next week we got Jim Brewer, Cornell. Where can people find you at? 
Uh, I got a show tomorrow night at the Gardner Stages, 12 Johnny Nichols. Saturday, I'm doing another show, and Sunday, too. Doing okay, check shows. them out on Twitter.com slash Corneasy. Make sure you check out Wax at WaxDOT.com. And Logan, where can people find you? DocumentaryLabel.com. New website. Okay, hurry up, Logan, with your haiku. Big Wax and Cornell. Chilling in the studio. Amicron.com. <laughs> All right, he did it. He did it, folks. He did it. All right, make sure. All right, make sure you tune in next week for uh, Jim Brewer. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Green Room. Don't forget to check out ShawTheory.com and make sure to check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code Green for the Green Room discount.